You talk about a man's man, you talk about brave, you talk about a guy with a set. He died at 47 in a gulag north by the Arctic Pole, where Vladimir Putin sends all of his political enemies. It is considered the worst of the many political uh, work camps, they call it in Russia, even worse than the gulags in Siberia. But let me make mention... This man's man stood up to the most powerful dictator in the world who will use what is ever necessary to stay in power. Remember a while back, he ran against Vladimir Putin for the presidency of Russia, and that was in 2018. And there was such a consensus across Russia from the Baltic Republic's borders, the Finnish border, all the way out to Siberia, that the thought was that if it was a fair election, that Navalny would win. So what did Vladimir Putin do and his agents? He barred him from the vote. Two years later, he's on a trip to Siberia. He's speaking at an engagement. And he's poisoned with a military nerve agent poison, almost dead. He was flown to West Germany, meaning that part of Germany that had the most sophisticated, forensic, detailed measures of bringing him back to life. And he, he returned home to work. He knew, he knew that it was a certain death sentence, defying Putin surviving a military nerve agent poison that if it didn't kill him would have debilitated him, would have handicapped him. He gets on the plane going home to his mother, Russia, and he said, Justin Ellick, bring us some vodka, boy, we're flying home. And then the moment he stepped off of that jet on the tarmac in Moscow, he was arrested. For all of you now, upon his death, and we know he was killed, he was killed. There's no doubt about it. Uh, they claim, if you believe Toss and the Russia propaganda machine of the OKBG, that he died in that Arctic Circle maximum security prison while taking a walk with his prison keepers. And he seemed to be doing fairly well when all of a sudden he slipped and fell. 
and then he was dead. And one a bit out of that scene of The Godfather, remember where Michael Corleone's hitman tried to smother smother uh, Hyman Roth with a pillow in the hospital bed? One a bet they put a pillow to his head once they had probably injected him with another poison agent, a poison dart, right out of uh, an I Spy movie, right? And he's dead at 47. And this totalitarian dictatorship of Vladimir Putin rolls on. As you have seen, friends of Putin have suddenly died mysteriously. They stay at a hotel. You better stay on the ground floor because if you're at a higher level than three, three floors, they push you out the window. Don't ever order sushi. Russians, whenever I'm with Russians in Cheapside Bay, Brighton Beach, they can't get enough sushi. I warn them. I say, you know, you've said bad things about Putin. Yeah, but he's over there. We're here. Hey, let me tell you something. He won't poison your vodka. That would be uh, create an international scenario. Never poison the vodka. But the sushi, they poison it all the time, these KGB agents. And these former friends of Putin who have turned on him, how do they end up dying? By eating poison sushi. And then it's a horrible death. And Putin wants all of his fair-weather friends to see that he just doesn't kill you instantaneously, that you will lay an ICU, your skin will deteriorate, these, these poisoned agents will just like an ax, like, like Axion, chew up your skin right to the skull. And he wants that picture to get out there for all to see. This is part of his constant intimidation. Now, remember, this is a man's man, Alexei Navalny. And hopefully there will be commemorations to him in Brighton Beach and Sheepshead Bay and the south shore of Jersey, south shore of Staten Island, where a lot of Russians live today. I'll certainly join them. It should be something at the United Nations. I mean, we can't, we can't just go barnacles on our backside and say, well, that's Russia. There's nothing we could do. This is an outrage. We know he was assassinated. This guy, Navalny, was a lawyer, an anti-corruption activist, and a political prisoner. There's no doubt about it. When he came back to Russia, to almost certain death, when he stepped off that jet at Moscow International Airport, which I've been, you can see there's a KGB unit right there. They snatched him up. And he was locked up immediately. But meantime, his team, which operated under the radar screen, released a two-hour video investigation on YouTube detailing a luxury mansion on Russia's southern Black Sea coast belonging to Putin. The video talks about the mansion sitting on a private estate 39 times the size of the country of Monaco. It's the largest private home in Russia and was paid for with the largest bribe in history. And this two-hour YouTube investigation goes into great detail. And that was done by Alexei Navalny and his supporters. Inside of this, this mansion, bigger than any we have in the United States, he has a theater, a casino, a church, a hockey rink, an aquatic disco, a hookah lounge, and a pole dancing stage for strippers. Obviously, Putin denied having any knowledge of this. 
And he was able to lay out by putting out the uh, analytics, the spreadsheets, of how Putin is now the richest man in the world, basically taking everybody's other, uh, everybody's assets, friends and foes, friends and foes. Now, what is our president going to do, Joe Biden? Because back in 2021 in Geneva, he said he made it clear to Putin in their one-on-one sit-down that the consequences of Navalny's death would be devastating for Russia. No, they won't. No, they won't. In fact, Putin has taken a such a sledgehammer to the opposition. 